Hello there. Let's talk a little bit about Grey's Anatomy. Again, another very good episode. Um, I am tired of Meredith at that beast, though, girl. I'm like, I'm hoping that after last night's episode, we're done with the beach. Meredith is back with the living and uh, we can move on and see Meredith in other capacities besides teetering on whether she should move on with Derek or uh, come back and be with her children. So, I mean, you know, just in case, if you didn't see it, sorry, I don't, you know, spoil it for you, but, you know, Meredith, you know, when she spent a lot of time talking to Derek and Derek was letting her know, like, you know, I've, I've watched you suffer. I've watched you deal with loneliness. And I just want you to go back and be happy and be there for our children and all of that good stuff. So it was good that he was letting her know, like, hey, this isn't your, it's not your time. You know, it, it, it's just not your time. Um, we also got a chance to see, I'll get back to Meredith and, you know, Derek in a little bit, but let's talk a little about Joe. Joe has, since COVID, Joe has been wanting to change um, her specialty instead of being a, um, I guess she's in general medicine as a surgeon. She wants to go into pediatrics, I guess. She wants to become, I think, an OBGYN. Um, she wants to work with the baby. So I don't know if she's going to do peds. I guess she's going to do peds. I don't know. But whatever the case may be, she doesn't want to be um, in general surgery anymore. And, you know, at this point in time, you know, it's the timing of it doesn't seem to be the best. And talking to um, Miranda probably isn't going to, you know, she already knows that, you know, Miranda's already stressed out and she's already lost a, a surgeon already with DeLuca. You have people getting sick. You know, she's short staffed. So to make this decision right away at this point in time doesn't, it's not looking good. And when Joe does approach Miranda and ask her about it, Miranda's like, look, you signed a two year contract. Okay, to be a general surgeon. Um, and I need I have a shortage of surgeons. Why would you think that I would say yes to you moving or switching specialties and and all of that? So initially the answer for Joe was a no. Okay. She, you know, Miranda explained why. And Joe's pretty, you know, she's down about it, but it is what it is for right now. She just got to deal with it. And we should have known that, of course, a lesson was going to be learned in this whole scenario about doing something in your life that you're unhappy with, not living up to or not working in something or doing something that fulfills you and gives you enjoyment. So we get a patient that comes in who has uh, she had an accident while you know she was skating and I don't know, she fell down and had an accident. Um, this woman, you know, she was she is an attorney. But she took some time off to focus on doing something that she really enjoys, which is making cookies. So she has her own little cookie company. And as she said, it's given her a lot of time with the kids and she's doing something that she enjoys. Being an attorney, I guess, in the capacity that she's working or where she's working, she really doesn't like it. And there wasn't any fulfillment. And it was a lot of long hours. And for her, you know, it, she needed a break. And this was she went into something else that actually makes her feel good. So. With that, we see the parallel between Miranda and Joe. And Miranda talks to this woman, and because the woman ends up having some uh, other internal bleeding and all of that, and uh, uh, the, whatever the medical term is. So they do have to do a little surgery to alleviate that situation. 
When that is alleviated and Miranda, well, actually the patient talks to Miranda Miranda. She was like, you know what? You're looking at me. I can tell that you feel like I've made the wrong decision in terms of leaving, you know, the you know, law, not working as an attorney. And Miranda was like, no, I don't think you made the wrong decision. I think you made the decision that's fulfilling to you and all of that. And the lady then turns around like, well, you know, I, I think I spent too much time at home. I should go back to what really pays the bills and and all of that. And, you know, being an attorney, you know, gives the kids what they need. And as far as the material things are concerned. And Miranda's like, look, you turn to something that made you feel happy. And we've been programmed to think a certain way about our lives and what we should and shouldn't do. And when we do find something that truly fulfills us, you know, we, you know, if it doesn't work for our pocketbooks, our bank accounts, then we shouldn't do it. And it's too many people out here who are living unfulfilled lives, which brings about more stress. And Miranda Stitching even used herself, for example, she said, I didn't give myself any breaks. You know, I ended up having a heart attack in my 40s. You know, I had to I have to learn to step back, which we have seen this season, Miranda taking breaks. Um, we're seeing her taking time off, you know, which is good because Miranda was that workaholic. She was always around. She's doing whatever she needs to do to keep the hospital running. You know, she's always, always on the go. And now, even though she's still doing her job as an administrator, we do see a few weeks ago when DeLuca passed away, you know, it was a lot for her mentally and she took some time off which is necessary to recharge to really get your faculties back in order she loves being a doctor okay that's not the issue but the issue is she's been pushing herself and pushing herself and not really taking a a a, a step back to as you as we can say smell the flowers so it was good that this patient let kind of taught Miranda indirectly a lesson about taking the time to do things or stepping back, slowing down. You don't have to be going at 90 miles per hour all the time. So with that being said, um, Miranda does have a conversation with Joe and lets her know like, hey, you know, even though the situation is not the best timing, but you should go ahead and do what fulfills you. And so Joe was like, she's really happy. She's going to help her find a replacement, um, you know, in the in the meantime. So that's really good. So I like that. You know, we always running at you know a fast pace, and we don't want to slow down. And I know I've come up through a period of time where slowing down means that okay, someone else can come and take your place because there's always competition out there. But you have to think about self um, self awareness, self um, self care. You know, that's a big thing now. The other issue, of course, is um, not of course, but the other issue we have um, is, uh, well, Jackson's gone. You know, we don't know where Jackson's going, at least in this episode. He's on the road, don't know where he's driving to. And we get Link and, um, well, what's her name? She's the other neurosurgeon. Link and, um, oh God, whatever her name is right now. I'm so sorry for getting it. But anyway, she's a neurosurgeon and um, she, you know, Link is talking to a patient who has had surgery on, um, I guess, his right shoulder. He's a baseball player. And, oh, it's going to kill me if I don't get it right. What is this woman's name? Let me see if I can look it up, cast of anatomy. 
because I can't remember her name and I can't do this review without at least getting her name right. Um, let's see if I can find her online here. Amelia, there it is. Okay. <laughs> so Amelia is walking in while Link is already on the, they're at the house. So Link is on his laptop. He's talking to the patient about his mobility and all of that. And Amelia walks in and she happens to notice there was issues with the left side of his arm. He wasn't mobile as, as he should have been. And she was noticing a few things that could be neurologically related. And she interferes and she starts talking to the patient and asking certain questions and come to find out that he needs to have an MRI because there's some things that could be going on there, which it was when they got to the hospital. You know, there were things going on there. He needs to have uh, uh, surgery. But it was a very delicate surgery. Obviously, one millimeter off could paralyze this guy. So, you know, it was a very serious, serious situation that Link didn't pick up on right away. And it's no fault. Of, I mean, he just didn't get it. So but Link was a little upset at the way that Amelia was interfering. OK, she was kind of pushing herself into a situation that wasn't about her. Um, but a good thing that she did. But the way that she did it wasn't very professional because he was holding a conference with a patient. So really, in actuality, she broke patient doctor confidentiality. That was not her patient. She shouldn't have been involved at all. But anyway, so when they get to the hospital, do the MRI, they find the mass or the little tumor, whatever it was. And they're a little concerned about they being, um, what's his name, Ted or whatever, the guy that, you know, just got, he's the other neurosurgeon, the one from John Hopkins. He's the one that, um, Tom, um, he was the one that, you know, he was saying like, well, you know, I don't know if you're ready, but, you know, Millie was like, look, I can do this. I'm ready because she hasn't done surgery in a long time. It's been, what she said, over a month. So anyway, they're a little skeptical. And um, but of course, Amelia is like, I'm up to the task. I'm going to do this. We're going to make this right. And and I'm not going to paralyze this guy. Now, of course, she has a slight moment of concern, but that goes away. And she ends up making it right doing what needs to be done, being the expert surgeon that she is. And I'm going to say it again. Amelia has been, is the better neurosurgeon than her brother. And even Tom Karasik was like, you know what? Watching her is like watching an artist just putting things down on the canvas and making it work. You know, he admires and he trained Amelia. Okay. He's, he was her mentor. He actually trained her, but she's just brilliant. And she knows what she's doing. Um, emotional. Yeah. A little bit on the emotional side, but she's still excellent at what she does. So that was really good. But Link did have to let Amelia know, like, hey, you know, you got to there's a way to handle. We got to we got to work on this. You know, even though we're both doctors, we got to work on our communication, especially as it pertains to patients and protocol and all of that good stuff. So that was really interesting to note. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. Oh, Teddy. Teddy is. I don't know if she needs to be back at work just yet. Teddy's upset. You know, they find with Meredith, uh, they, you know, of course, the big question is, and everybody's worried about the fact Meredith, Meredith should be waking up. They run some tests and they find that their uh, the liver enzymes are have increased. And this could be a sign of renal failure. So they have to do some type of surgery, whatever it is. And so the guy um, uh, that... Maggie is engaged to, you know, he's there and, you know, he didn't want to do the surgery with Teddy at first because he felt like um, 
he felt as though he wasn't because he's he's going he's going to marry Maggie that he should be the one he's I guess too close to the situation to perform the surgery and it's a very intricate type of well I guess the surgery's not that intricate I guess he just just felt comfortable being close to the situation actually he really shouldn't have been doing the surgery but and then Teddy you know they just don't know if mentally this is what Richard and um you know, Richard and uh, 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 the father of Teddy's child, uh, what's his name, Owen, they're both wondering about Teddy's mental state if Meredith doesn't pull through from the surgery, that Teddy might have another breakdown and this time she doesn't survive it. You know, this not survive it, but doesn't pull through like she did this last time. There's a lot of concern about her mentality. So with that in mind, you know, Teddy's like, I got this. We don't have time to talk about this. We have to do it because if we don't, she will go into renal failure. You know, she will have other complications. She won't wake up. So Teddy thinks about it. And then she decides, you know, the, the pressure of having to do this correctly and whatever. She adds Maggie's fiance to the team to come in there and they're going to watch each other very carefully to make sure that everything is done precisely. No room for error. And all that good stuff. Meredith comes out of the surgery and she still doesn't wake up. And this is causing anxiety. This is causing a lot of like what's going on, what's happening. And uh, Maggie's fiance says, you know, there's, you know, I want to try one thing. It might end up getting me fired, but I want to try something that's a little bit unorthodox. And we find out that Zola. Okay, that's the oldest child uh, of Meredith. And Zola's been, you know, you know, she's really down at, her, at the house. She's been talking to Maggie. And we're getting the emotional side of Zola. Like, okay, you, you guys say that she's at the best hospital and with the best doctors and all this and that. But mommy's not waking up. What's going on? And it was a great thing to say, you know, you know, Maggie was like, you know what? Here's a way to kind of deal with your emotions. Just stand there and just scream. Just le let it out. And that, that is true. Sometimes you just need to just yell. Just let out the emotions. Stop holding it in because it just makes things worse. So the, the idea that uh, Maggie's fiance came up with is to bring Zola to the hospital. And Richard was like, that's a great idea because in these situations where a person is in this comatose state, sometimes it could be a psychological aspect to recovery. And if her daughter is there, it could help the situation. It's, is it risky? I don't know how it could be risky because if she's not going to wake up, she's not going to wake up. I guess the risk factor is on the child, though. What effect does that have on the child? And when they call, Richard and her fiance calls and Maggie answers the phone. Maggie's like, not that happy about the, she's very, very pessimistic about this situation. But Zola overhears the conversation. And Zola's like, I want to see mommy. I, I don't care. I want to see mommy. So that was really, you know, the whole ordeal of getting Zola prepared and putting her into this, you know, protective gear and all that. Um, even though Meredith has not tested positive anymore, but, you know, they, you know, they still want to keep her protected. That's just protocol. She goes in the hospital. And this is when we see Meredith at the beach and still talking to Derek. And then they switch from wearing like, beach gear to wedding gear. I'm like, wedding gear? That's just not even them. 
So, and they're talking and they even both acknowledge, like, we don't even, we're not even into weddings like that. And Derek just convinces Meredith that this isn't it yet. We're not ready. This isn't it. You need to be with the kids. And, you know, and you can hear Zola on the other end talking to Meredith as if Meredith was already wide awake. You know, she's talking, talking, talking. And eventually we see Derek walking down the beach by himself. He looks back and, you know, Meredith is gone and Meredith wakes up and she's hugging Zola and everybody is, you know, happy and ecstatic. So thank God um, that this, that Meredith is finally up because I'm tired of the beach. I mean, we've seen everybody just about that has died on this. I think we might have seen there all the characters that have passed away that were the doctors on, uh, doctors on the show came back. And it ended with Derek, um, began with Derek, and it ended with Derek. So that was great to see. Um, so Meredith's up. So God, thank you. She's up. We can move forward. The only other situation that was occurring, and it was just a minor one, was um, the guy from, um, uh, or I think he's one, he's an ortho surgeon, and Schmidt, okay, He's ortho, the Smith and the other ortho surgeon were, you know, they're having their relationship. And Schmidt had brought it to uh, this guy's attention that, that he's dating. He was like, look, we, you know, when I come up to your house, sometimes I do leave a few little things. And I think it's Nico. Nico's his name. But you are very quick to make sure to bring back whether it's it's a some shorts, a T-shirt, whatever the case may be. And Nico's just afraid of the closeness of the relationship. That's really what it is. And then Nico finally came to the conclusion that he told Schmidt that I do love you and I want you to move in together. Now, I thought, you know, that's what Schmidt wanted. All of a sudden, Schmidt was like scared. It's like he scared Schmidt away. So Schmidt, you know, runs off to, you know, teach him, oh, I have to be with Joe tonight because she really, you know, needs company. And he makes some lame excuse and he runs off down um, to be, you know, go go home with Joe. I don't know what that's all about, but that was like a very small part of tonight's episode with the whole Schmidt and Nico thing, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think we kind of covered, oh, Teddy and her breakdown. She did have a breakdown. I do want to point that out. When initially Meredith wasn't waking up and Teddy just had this big breakdown, Owen had to um, calm her down. I, I Teddy gonna need to get some more uh, assistance, some mental health. I don't know what's going on, but Teddy's mentality is not, you know, to be a doctor, you're gonna have to, mm, I don't know, maybe she needs some more time off. I don't know about this Teddy situation. She she even kissed Owen. I was like, uh-uh, no, nah, which, you know, that was the appropriate thing to do. So I think I covered everything on this episode. We do have previews for next episode and we see Jackson showing up at April's house. Remember April Kepner, his ex-wife? What is that all about? And then we see him kiss her. I'm like, I thought she was married. I don't know what Jackson's doing here. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, we'll see in two weeks. We will not have an episode next week. Um, as you know, um, I don't know. Next weekend is, no, I'm going to say it's Mother's Day. I don't know why we have to wait two weeks, but no episode next week. So it's going to be in two weeks before I do another review and give some constructive feedback about uh, what we've seen thus far, but I am glad. I'm going to say it again. Meredith is finally off the beach. We can move forward. See you later.